This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 40 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we are going to take a look at how to structure your live broadcast to have them go viral. We're going to take a deep dive into this. And if you caught last week's episode, you know that I'm running a series right now that's going to be all about live broadcasting. So if you missed last week's, make sure that you go back over there and check it out. Now, before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is being sponsored by the Mastering Your Influence membership site. It is your ultimate growth resource to be able to grow your influence as well as all that you need to grow your site. So if you're feeling a little stuck, like you've no one to turn to that could help you get your blog to the next level, or if you're just tired of losing time to the wrong strategies, then this membership site is the right place for you. Right now, we're running a 14-day free trial, and we will actually link to it right in the show notes that you can sign up. It is absolutely free, though, for the first 14 days, and it gives you the opportunity to really check out to see whether or not it is the right membership site for you. With our membership, you have access to a weekly Facebook Live training as well as a monthly training from an expert in the industry. Plus, we have an amazing forum that is filled with individuals that are looking to bring their business to the next level. And you need those types of people that are in your tribe or in your community. Because if you're not at the same level, it can often feel like you're just not getting anywhere in your business when you're not around people that are like-minded. So be sure to check out the 14-day free trial for Mastering Your Influence. All right, so let's dive right into this episode all about how to actually structure your Facebook Lives. So last week, we talked a little bit about why it's important, and we also talked about the five dirt cheap tools that you need to have. You can still download that. I'm going to be sure to put that into the show notes, but that's the five dirt cheap tools that you need to make live video, and they're actually, like I said, dirt cheap. So when you start off your live broadcast, you want to start with an intention grabber. You want to be asking them a question so that you can try to get them to interact with you and get their interest right off from the beginning. So something that might work, for example, if you are a parenting blogger, you might say, are you tired of repeatedly picking up after your school age children? So from there, once you ask that question, you're going to then give them the promise that is the next step. So today I'm going to give you five simple steps to take you to get your kids on the same page with you about cleaning up. So you're asking that question and then you're giving the promise of what you're actually going to accomplish with them during your live broadcast. Now from there, you're going to establish credibility. You want to make sure that you're telling people who you are, why you have the ability to get up and talk about this. So if you are a homeschooling mom of five children, let's say, for example, that might be what gives you your expertise. Being able to homeschool five children obviously puts you above some people that may not homeschool or for those that only have two children that homeschool. 
You want to make sure that you're sharing that. This is also a great opportunity that if you're a former teacher, to bring that up and say, I'm a former teacher. Um, I have my master's in elementary education and literacy, whatever it might be. So you're just giving a brief introduction to kind of let them know what your expertise is. So when we start this off, you want that attention-grabbing sentence that's going to get them in the very beginning um, so that you're making sure that you're catching their attention. You only have about 10 seconds to do this. You really want that question to hit on a pain point or solve a problem for them. You then want to come in with your promise, which is going to obviously solve that problem, that, which the pain point was that you hit on. And then you're going to establish your credibility. Now, from here, most people would probably dive into their topic and give their five simple steps, right? Well, what I actually want you to do is I want you to give them a call to action. This is where you're going to hear me talking quite a bit about the fact that in your description for your Facebook lives, you want to make sure that you're putting a link to your list. So at this point, you have to have a lead magnet. You want to always create your Facebook lives around something that you already have a lead magnet for, because we don't want to just be creating content on Facebook to feed the beast. It's not about increasing your engagement and your reach if it doesn't get you anywhere. That's just wasting your time and spinning your wheels. So for this, we want to make sure that when we do a Facebook Live, we can say, hey, be sure to grab your free printable that's up top that gives you simple steps and strategies on ways to give kids consequences, but not punishments for making sure they follow through, whatever it might be. So you want to look at what your lead magnet is and make sure that when you're creating Facebook Live content, that it all fits in with your lead magnet. Because like I said, don't spin your wheels. Don't recreate the wheel. If you have something that's already out there, just create content around it so that it's a simple connection for them to make in order to go up and download your free printable that's going to get them on your list. You want to make sure that it's obviously quality content, but you still want to always be driving them to that. Don't create content and not have a call to action. So you want to have that call to action relatively soon because people will lose their attention. You're not, like I said, you have that first 10 seconds to get that attention grabber out there. Well, you want to make sure that your call to action is probably relatively soon within probably the first two to three minutes. And you're going to refer back to that call to action, but you want to make sure that you're bringing it up early on in your broadcast. Now, from there, that's where you're going to dive into your topic. And when you're going through your topic, you want to make sure that you are keeping it so that you're trying to give examples, but you're also trying to let them know you're going to sum it up for them each time you go through. So if you had said that you have five simple steps to get your kids on the same page with you about cleaning up, then you want to say, first step, this is what you're going to do. And you're going to go through it and give an example of how it might work. And then you're going to go to your second step. And you're going to go through and show them how it might work. But then before you get to your third step, you're going to summarize what you've already said for the first step. Because you have to remember something about live broadcasting. When it comes to live broadcasting, people are coming in and out. They're not always consistently with you right there from the beginning. And if someone comes in three minutes into it, if you can summarize quickly what you've already done in the first two steps then it makes sense for them to continue to listen rather than feeling like they totally lost out. So they can then want to go back and maybe hear the examples that you're specifically giving. 
by reiterating and summarizing what you've already said. You're giving your audience that opportunity to really catch up and make the connections that you're trying to make throughout the entire time. Now, remember last week, we talked a little bit about the fact that you have to have a mindset where you know that you're going to have some listeners coming in, coming out. You're going to see that one blinking eye and all of a sudden the blinking eye is going to be gone. Remember, it's okay that that happens. This is why we're going to be summarizing while we're going through our content. Okay. Now, while you're going through your content and going through your topic, you also want to be sure that you're adding valuable information that gives an example. But at the same time, you want to give them an opportunity to interact with you. So, for example, you're going to possibly ask them a question where you're going to say, hit um, the like button if you agree, or tell me in the comments what you're working on right now with your kids, or what's your biggest thing that you have to overcome in order to get your kids to help you clean up around the house. So, with that, You've got to make sure that you are adding valuable information with your examples, but also getting them to engage by asking questions. Anytime you can get them to interact and engage with you, it not only is going to give you the opportunity to get to know your audience better, but it's also going to push the reach out for Facebook. When Facebook sees that you're getting interaction and engagement from your readers or your viewers, actually, at this point, That's when they say, okay, this is something of interest to her audience. It's obviously doing well. People are engaging. People are interacting. So they're going to push it out to more people. And that's really what you're looking for. And if you're forgetting to ask them questions, to get them to engage, they're not going to. People like to hop on a Facebook Live and kind of lurk. So if you don't routinely ask them questions where you're going to get them to either agree with you by giving you um, a thumbs up or some hearts, whatever it might be, then you're losing out on that opportunity to get them to interact and engage with you. Now with this, you can also make sure that if you do get people to interact with you in the comments, that during your live broadcast, you call them out by name. So if Lisa has said that one of her biggest hurdles to overcome getting her kids to clean up is the fact that her 16-year-old doesn't provide a good example for her younger school-age children, then you're going to say, Lisa, I definitely understand where you're coming from. This is what I think you might be able to do. And you're going to give her a different example or provide her with more quality content that she can use. The purpose of it, though, is to make sure that you call her out by her name so that you they know that you are paying attention to them and wanting to interact with them. People want to feel special. So when you give them the opportunity to by calling their name out during a live broadcast, it makes a difference to them. They feel more involved and more like they are a part of your actual show than just someone lurking and watching. But again, remember, you have to give them that opportunity. Otherwise, they're just going to stand by and lurk. All right. So, so far, we have talked about the idea of needing that attention grabber, having a promise, establishing your credibility, the call to action, diving into the topic, as well as adding value and asking a question. Now you're pretty much, you've gone through the entire purpose of why you got onto your live broadcast. Now you need to call, do your call to action again. And when you do this, you want to make sure, like I said before, that you have the link up in the comments 
up in the description section. Now, if you forget this because you're trying to go live from your phone, you can always edit afterwards. Now, it would be ideal to have that description with the link up there before you start so that you can mention it and point up to it and say it's up in this description. Make sure that you go to it. It'll just give your audience more of an opportunity to actually go to it and download your lead magnet. Now, if you're doing this from your phone, what you should actually do is go to your site where you have a lead magnet and you're going to copy that URL. Then you're going to go over to Facebook and go live. And when you go to put the URL in, now you can just paste it for the lead magnet. It's super simple and easy to do it that way. And believe me, from learning from my own mistakes, you don't want to type out the URL to your lead magnet and it be the wrong one. That's always the worst. So if you copy the URL to the lead magnet first and then go live on fit, go to the Facebook and start the live portion, put in your description and then paste your URL, you'll be able to have it there so that you can reference it throughout your entire broadcast. And you want to feel confident to tell them what it is, how they can use it, what the benefits are from it. Now, the last piece of what you want to do when you're doing a live broadcast is you want to make sure that you thank them. Um, you can always have one, two people that are visiting or that are watching you live, but there are those that are going to come back and watch the replay. So at the end of your live broadcast, you just want to think, Thanks so much for tuning in with me. Um, remind them that if you have a weekly show that you'll be back next week at what time, where, where they can find you. Um, this is also a great opportunity to be able to remind them that it is a consistent show and we would love for them to subscribe. Be sure to hit your notifications on so that anytime I go live on my page, you'll get a notification that we are live so that you don't miss out. So with this, you're going to make sure that you thank your audience as well as telling them to tune in till next time. So I want to be able to make sure that you guys are aware that over at the Jenny Melrose Facebook page, we have a live broadcast, that live show that goes live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And I would love for you guys to join me in there because what I've actually started to do is I'm going live on the Facebook page with the topic that I plan on talking on the podcast with the next week. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I want to see the questions that you all specifically have on that topic. So a lot of times what I will do is I'll have an outline ready to go for my Facebook Live, and it, it, I plan to use that same exact outline for my podcast episode. But because of the questions that come up, I will end up adjusting and tweaking it just a little bit here and there. And I always appreciate you coming in and being a part of that show. You'll also remember that I have the Influencer Entrepreneur's on the Facebook group where you can actually go to JennyMelrose.com and up in the top right hand corner is the community button so that you can hop over and just request access to join. There's a couple quick questions that I ask you because I want to make sure that the people that are in the group are people that are looking to grow their sites, not spam my audience that are already in there. So please answer the really short survey questions so that you can be part of that Facebook community. Now, last two episodes, I have asked you guys to share the podcast episode if you thought of someone that could benefit from it. And I have been 
so grateful for the people that are sharing the episode. I can tell my downloads are doubling and it's happening so quickly. So I just want to thank you guys so much for sharing the episode with those that you feel that it would be invaluable to. And I would like to ask you to continue doing that. So if you know someone that is looking to do live broadcasting and they're kind of nervous, not really sure what the setup of it should be like, send this episode to them so they can kind of start to create what their Facebook Live is going to look like. And even if you were to share it out on Twitter or Facebook, I would appreciate that as well. Be sure to tag me because I love to be able to come over and interact with you guys. And thank you, of course, for sharing the episode. Now, we do have the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast on iTunes as well as Stitcher and Google Play. So if you're not subscribed, please make sure that you do. We want to be able to make sure that we are the first podcast that you listen to on your Monday mornings when we publish our episode. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 